0: Well, good evening, everybody. Uh, I'm going I'm to jump in and pray for us, and then we're going to uh, go get going with the teaching and uh, some Lectio Divina tonight. So let me pray for us. Lord God, we thank you uh, that you are our Father in heaven, and that you bend your ear to hear us on earth, and you rule over all things, and you're near to us and we ask that you would be our vision. uh, You would give us a greater beholding of who you are, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Even tonight as we're gathered together in community around tables and food and uh, singing, and now as we uh, seek to learn more about what it means to be in your presence, I pray that you would guide us and you would bless this time together. Holy Spirit, uh, you would move and draw us to you, Jesus, that we might encounter you tonight. As we're together, it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Well, good evening. Uh, glad you're here. I've Not mentioning my name, Daniel, uh, and I'm one of the pastors. I'm gonna, I'm gonna scoot this over so I'm in the middle. How's that? Is that better, better for me. I don't know if it's better for you, but it's better for me. Um, now I can see everybody from from the middle. But uh, hope uh, y'all are doing well and have a good good week so far. Uh, I don't know how your summers have. Have been mine's, I feel like mine's flown by. I haven't been to the other two city fellowships because of summer travel, and so it's good for me to be here tonight to be with y'all. I'm glad you took the time to come out here on a Wednesday night and uh, be here in our fi- final city fellowship uh, of 2023. Uh, tonight, we're gonna spend some time, as you probably have already heard and we've announced, looking at scripture, uh, looking at the Bible together. Uh, more specifically, we're going to look at an ancient way, a sacred practice of reading scripture called lectio divina. How many of y'all have heard of lectio divina? So much. Okay, if you've been around Christ century, you've heard heard of Others, you've heard it from in other places. Um, and so uh, we're going to dive into what lectio divina is, and we're actually going to spend time around tables doing it together. Um, but before, I, before we do that, I want to anchor us in some truths of Scripture. Uh, I, there's actually a handout that's on a table in the back, back there on the black table, that is uh, the Westminster Confession of Faith, Chapter 1. The Westminster Confession of Faith is uh, a confession of faith that we as a denomination adhere to, that we believe helps to clarify what Scriptures teach to be true. Uh, and so uh, I printed off Chapter 1. I'm not going to go through it. It's more of a resource. It's a great the, kind of a theology of Scripture uh, condensed. And so on the way out, you can grab that if you, if you want. If you've never seen it, I'll, I'll remind you. But grab it on the way out. It's a, it's a good resource. Uh, but the Bible uh, that we're going to look at tonight is not just some ancient text that is dead. right? Uh, it's God breathed. Uh, and God, through the Holy Spirit, makes the Scriptures his living and active word. It is his word to his people back then when it was written, and it's his word to us right now as we we read them. A British scholar, N.T. Wright, tells the story of a woman and a man uh, who go to Oxford, England to study, and they come across this ancient ruin, this very old stone building. And as they arrive to this ancient ruin, there's nothing inside of the building. But then all of a sudden, They begin to see movement on the inside, people walking around, they begin to hear music playing, they they see that there's life inside. And when as as Christians, we believe when we open up the Bible, when we stop to see and hear and listen to God's word, we find that it's not a a dead text, but there is music, there's movement, there is life within the scriptures. It's why we don't just read the Bible story once and say we've learned it, right? We don't come on top of the Bible. We don't conquer the Bible. We come underneath the scriptures and and God by his grace conquers our hearts through his word. There's a story of an old rabbi who was spending time with a young apprentice and the young apprentice comes to the rabbi and says, when you talk to people about the Bible, you say, place the Bible on your heart. Why why don't you say, place the Bible on your heart? In the heart. And the old rabbi said, Because the heart is hard, and we must lay God's truth on the heart and allow its power to break the heart so that we can pray and have the word of God fall into the heart. So, to understand how we put the Bible on the heart, we can look at what the Bible tells us to do with the Bible. The Bible actually tells us things to do with itself. Back in my campus ministry days, I would call this. I did campus ministry for 10 years. Uh, I would call this having the five-finger grip on the Scriptures because the Bible tells us to do five things with the Bible. So having a firm grasp on Scripture. Here are the five things the Bible tells us to do with the Bible. We're to hear the Bible.
1: Romans chapter
0: 10, verse 17. Right, Faith comes from hearing and hearing from the Word of God. We hear the Word through preaching, through teaching. The second thing we're told to do is to read the Bible. 1 Timothy 4.13, Deuteronomy 17.19, we read through Scripture. A number of you have had reading plans before. You read through the Old Testament, read through the New Testament, read through the Psalms, right? We read Scripture. The third thing the Bible tells us to do with the Bible is we are to memorize Scripture. Psalm 119, verse 11. Thy word have I hid in my heart that i might not sin against you. Uh, back, again, in my college days and campus ministry days, I would have scripture memory cards. I don't know if you ever did those, but uh, I would walk around and have them in my pocket memorizing, storing God's word into our heart. We're to memorize scripture. The fourth thing that scripture tells us to do with scripture is to study the Bible, 2 Timothy 2.15. Study the word of God and show yourself approved, right? Bible study. There's different types of Bible studies to To take a book of the Bible and go deep within to understand the author, the original audience, what's being said to them, and then applying it, exegeting it, and applying it to our own lives. We study scripture. And then the fifth thing that the Bible tells us to do with the Bible is to meditate. Joshua 1.8, Psalm 1, 2, and 3, uh, it tells us to meditate on God's word. And meditate is what I want us to consider tonight to meditate on God's word. Richard Foster, in his book, Celebration of Disciplines, writes this. What happens in meditation is that we create the emotional and spiritual space which allows Christ to construct an inner sanctuary in the heart. That meditation allows the emotional and spiritual space which allows Christ to construct an inner sanctuary in the heart. Now, here's the truth, though. 99.9% of us, have not been taught meditation, nor have we spent much time being formed through meditation. We live hurried and fast lives. We've been taught to read with pace, right? We skim read. We listen to audible on walks or when runs, right? We we read while we're in bed with our eyes drooping, falling asleep. We read for information. In our education, we've been taught to read for comprehension in order to pass a test. Lectio Divina means divine reading that's what it, it literally means divine reading it's prayerful reading it's reading slowly and it's reading in short amounts right it's a few verses it's not reading for information it's not bible study those have their places as i just said it, but lecto divina is slow prayerful reading in order to be read by the scriptures themselves God using his word to read us. uh, It's it's meditation so that we can pray the prayer, search me, O God, and know me. Search my heart and lead me in your ways. It's slowing down to be with God in the scriptures. I don't know if you can remember uh, being a child and having someone read with you or read for you or read to you. Uh, Many of you can remember doing that to your children or maybe you're gonna do that tonight to your children. But, but as a child, I remember my mom reading books to me. And in doing so, I felt deeply connected to her. She was with me. Right? I, would, I would be on her lap or next to her. And she was reading for me and to me. And when we meditate on scripture, the aim is to be with God and to have God speak for us and to us. The word of God is his way of, of reading us and then leading us back to himself, to his presence and into his love. Selectio so divina, which we're gonna do, you're gonna do around tables, is a way for us to to slowly read and and, and meditate and pray and be with God in his word. Passage when you do this, passages like Mark 4, 35 to 40, 41, if you know this passage, when Jesus calms the storm while on the boat with his anxious disciples. If you've heard this story, when we slow down and, and read that, we don't just kind of quickly read over it slow down and we meditate on it we begin to actually see things in the story we begin to hear things in the story we begin to feel things in the story right when the boat begins to sink and you're meditating on it you feel your own boats the the things you have going on in your life you may see yourself in the passage frantically bailing water and you may you may find yourself wondering if Jesus is going to turn and calm the storm of your own life as you as you think about your your finances or your work or your, your, your family or the storms within the world, and, and you're wondering, Jesus, are you going to bring peace? You find yourself in the story. Right? Lectio Divina is surrendering ourselves before God. It's surrendering our own desire for power and control. It's surrendering to our desires for affection and approval. It's surrendering our desire to change our situations and even ourselves and to have our hearts and souls read by God, and then led back into the presence and the love of God. That's what, that's what we're going to do tonight. Henry Dowd said, the Bible is a sacred book and must be read in a sacred way. And so Lectio Divina allows this to happen. And so if you can look at your, take, uh, your handout that is on your table, hopefully each of you have one. If not, raise your hand and we can make sure... This And so I printed on one side is Lectio Divina for yourself. And then on the other side is Lectio Divina as a group. And so we're going to do Lectio Divina as a group. But I I do want to just kind of go through Lectio Divina as an individual so that as you leave here and you go back and you're alone and you want to do this by yourself, you can do it. And so uh, the first part, does everybody have a handout? Everybody's good. All right. So this is elected to be alone, uh, to, to prepare. Uh, we're not good at preparing. We're, we're, we live hurried, fat. We have short amount of time, so we're, we're moving. But to do this, to, to slow down, we, we need to prepare ourselves. And so get, a, get away, get in a quiet place all by yourself, settle down into a comfortable position. Uh, you may even want to kind of pay attention to your body. What's going on? Are you, how's, how's your breathing Uh, how's your heart doing? Are you, are you thinking about certain things? Uh, and then choose in this time, a a short prayer. Uh, it's often called a centering prayer. Uh, and it could be a prayer, a short prayer, like I'm listening, God, or come Lord Jesus, or here I am come Holy spirit, whatever it is. Because when you, when you get quiet and you get comfortable and you're alone, what inevitably happens is your mind starts running and racing to like everything you got to do and things going on in your life. And so to settle down uh, and and just kind of get still, okay, we need to prepare. And then you move into a time of where you read the passage for the first time. You read it aloud. And as you read the passage the first time, you're asking the Holy Spirit to come and illumine the text, to illumine his word. Uh, and to, and you read slowly and, and you're giving room for the scripture to really settle in and to, to hear it, to listen attentively. And in this first reading, uh, you kind of want to kind of choose either a word or a phrase that you just read that's kind of sticking out as you as you read the, read the, the passage. So to listen for a word or a phrase that really pops to you uh, that you feel like God's pressing on to your heart and into your mind. And then you read the passage again, and this is a, a time to reflect. And as you read the passage a, a second time, you're asking this question, how's my life touched by the word? And you're really in this second reading, Putting yourself into the in, into the text, and you're and you're asking, what do I see? What do I feel? What do I what do I what do I smell? Right, you're you're imagining yourself within the text, and then the, the next portion of reading is a is a third reading, and this is when you are responding, and you're allowing God to kind of uh, move you to 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 answer this question: God, what are you inviting me to respond to or to act on based on what I've just encountered? And you spend time in prayer conversing with God around, what are you inviting me into, God? What are you asking me to do? What are you asking me to to change? And then the the next portion is you rest. You read the passage a final time, and you rest in silence, and you receive God's grace and his presence and love. And then you you finish by two more minutes of silence. And in this two minutes of silence, you're kind of resolving to leave this time with God in God's presence, uh, to take what he's just done and how you just encountered him with you into your day. And so that's how you do Lectio by yourself. Um, but we're going to do Lectio as a group. And we're going to try to do this with the music above us that's loud and so it's not quite quiet. Um, and there's a lot of people in here. And so I'm going to try to lead from up front. I, I was thinking about going around your tables, but I think it would be like quite loud and uh, distracting if we tried to do that. So I'm going I'm to lead from up front. Does everybody see the group Lectio? I'm going to go through this, and then we're going to actually uh, do it together. And so uh, the passage that we're going to use is Luke 7, 36 to 50. And we're going to begin. I'll I'll pray, and then I'm going to read the passage aloud slowly, and then we're going to have a time to reflect. And in in that reflection time, you should all have a pen, and we're going to take one minute. And again, I'm going to be watching the clock and making sure we're doing this. One minute, and I want as you kind of pray through what was just read, you write down what word or phrase just caught your attention. Right? What did you just hear? A word or a phrase that kind of caught your attention, and then each participant is going to share her or his word or phrase around the table prayerfully. So sometimes people, by the way, posture around the table could be eyes closed. If that's helpful to you, eyes open, if that's helpful to you. It, it, there's no right or wrong to this. Again, you want to be comfortable. You want to, you want to feel like you're settled in. So whatever feels comfortable. And then each person shares her his word or phrase without comment. And then we're going to have, Fabian's going to come up here, and she's going to read the passage again a second time. And again, you're listening to the same passage. And if, if you're doing this with a, a group another time, Sometimes it's helpful to read a different translation than the one that was just read, but you could do that. We're going to read from the same translation. And then we're going to give three to five minutes to reflect around the table, prayerfully writing down an answer to this question. Where does this passage touch my life experience? What, what am I feeling? What am I, what am I, what's, what's happening in my life that's also happening within this story? And then after three to five minutes, each participant is gonna share his or her answer in turn without comment, right? This isn't discussion around tables. This is prayerful reading of scripture together as a group. And so each person shares it around the table without comment. And then we read a third time uh, out loud. And then there's a reflection again for three to five minutes. Each participant's gonna write their answer to this question. From what I've heard and shared, what is God, what is God inviting me to be? How is he inviting me to change? What does he want? What is he asking of me? What's God's invitation? And then after those three to five minutes and you write that answer down, each person is gonna share around the table again, beginning with, I believe God wants me to fill in the blank, whatever your answer is. And then to conclude what we're gonna do, I'm gonna allow the cacophony of this to happen here is we're gonna have each participant around your table pray aloud for the person on their right. Only praying for what the person expressed in the prior step, so not the other responses. The prior step was, I, I believe God wants me to. What's the invitation? You're only going to pray for that. So short. This isn't long, long prayer. A short prayer for the person on your right, according to what they just shared. Okay, I'm, I'm taking. I, I took this from uh, a theologian named David Benner, by the way. I didn't create this uh, for the group. So um, and for. Your reference—it's often good to re- gospel stories, psalms are good places to do lectio. Harder to go like into Paul's epistles and do lectio divina, um, but gospel stories and, and psalms, uh, Old Testament narratives are also really good. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna watch the clock, uh, and we're gonna do this together. And I'm gonna start by giving us time of silence, um, and settling, get comfortable, uh, whatever feels comfortable to you, and. And we're going to do this for the next 20 minutes together.